We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Tuesday, it's March 28th, it's 2023. We have six NBA games to talk about here on today's podcast. Joined by the Spidey Bomb man himself, TJ. What's happening, my friend? We are so close to the return of the Spidey Bomb. It's here this week. We are oh so close. I'm ready for it doing pretty well it was uh we had a fun little crossover today for grinders live and crunch time got to mess around with dean which is always a good time um and now i'm ready to uh <laughs> yeah now i'm ready to uh break down uh tuesday's slate you guys start talking that nonsense and i'm out um <laughs> <laughs> that's usually like it's kind of my thing now on grinders live when i'm on grinders live is to leave funny like that and um, yeah. listen, so nba slates I mean, it's not going too bad for me right now. We'll have to see how it kind of plays out. I was talking to you pre-show, like James Harden getting ruled out and not me not seeing it into like 901 really messed it up because I could have easily swapped 
Harden to Booker to the guard and use marketing in the utility, and that might not work out either. But now I got De'Aaron Fox. I left like $1,400 on the table because I couldn't do anything else. So we'll see how it plays out. I avoided all the duds early. So I'm still aggravated. Gosh, March NBA, but not might be done with uh, daily fantasy, but I love fantasy pick and props still. So I'm um, still going to be breaking down the slates and doing all that stuff. So hope everyone is having a fantastic Monday night or Tuesday morning, depending on where you're listening. Richie, I appreciate you hitting that like button. Hope everyone on YouTube, what's happening YouTube, is ready to talk some hoops. We got six games. I'm chilling. We're going to talk some hoops. It's a small slate, so I need I need two things before we begin. Okay. One, all the, peop- all the people who are watching live in chat right now on YouTube, go to my Twitter page, at TJ underscore Zwarich5, Z-W-A-R-Y-C-H-5. I'm in a, uh, the Agents of Fandom is hosting something called Marvel Madness, and I'm in the Final Four semifinal matchup against Roto Grinders' own Rob Coakley. Um, and so I, uh, I'm in a tight matchup right now. It was like 55-45 last I checked. Go over there, vote for me, because screw Rob. And then the second thing is, I'm in a season-long MLB draft tomorrow night. Do you do any right. of these, Stevie? Um, yes, I do. So I do one that I've been doing forever. Technically, like the Roto Grinders one we've been doing forever now as well. So I do three. I have a, a really deep like dynasty one that I've done forever with some friends um, that I grew up playing baseball with. Um, where it's dynasty, so it's not like we're drafting every year outside of you know picking up some rookies and stuff. And then we have the Roto Grinders one that uh, we've gosh, we've been doing this thing forever now um i was trying to our right, league history our first year with the rotor grinders draft was 2012 uh was the first year we did it so yeah i mean a couple a few and then i have one more that i do with some um, disc golf buddies that like baseball as well so yeah i mean yeah i got some fantasy season long going i got a lot going on underdog if you uh, have like a set of, of preseason rankings that you want to fire my way, I would I would accept that. I draft very <laughs> heavy pitcher, so I'm not the best person. Um, I always I, I got a live draft tomorrow night with uh, he's been in the chat before. You know, Gundacker. He's done some. Yep. Uh, uh, he's he's got a league, uh, and I'm and I'm live drafting tomorrow. And I know enough because I am ready for like daily. You know what I mean? But I haven't yeah. done any season-long uh analysis in terms of who's a good pick and where yeah i mean someone that i I feel like i've drafted a ton in best balls um is austin riley for what it's worth because i feel like there's value getting him in the late 20s um so yeah i mean austin riley's been someone that i've been drafting a bunch but it's all i got for you because i my draft's wednesday and i haven't looked at anything yet so (laughs) I've done a bunch of best balls, but again, I draft very pitcher heavy in those. And I know a lot of like, I, I follow farm systems and stuff. And I talk about this a lot on the morning grind baseball podcast, but follow a lot of that stuff. So I have a lot of like best ball teams that might be good in like a month and a half. <laughs> so um, we'll see. I, uh, I might be, I might be hitting you up tomorrow night in the late rounds while you're live doing the morning grind, just being like, Hey man, I need a prospect. I need I need somebody in this in this tier. Who do you got for me? 
one of one of my favorites for what it's worth is I really hope this kid gets called up early is um Ellie De La Cruz for the Cincinnati Reds. Big time power, big time potential. Might not get called up at all this year. Um it might be one year too early, but very high on Ellie De La Cruz. So there you go. All right. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. We got basketball. Everyone go do that for TJ. Help him out. Um I just did it. And I yeah. like I like Eric. Oh, Rob, Mr. Rob Oakley. I like Rob. Boston at Washington. No total in this game. That's exactly how we need to start the slate. On the Boston side, Jalen Brown, they have is available. Um, Gallinari is still out. And then on the Washington side, Bradley Beal, Kyle Kuzma out, Monte Morris questionable, and Daniel Gafford questionable. We'll go Boston first. What are your thoughts here on the Celtics? My thoughts on the Celtics are they are incredibly interesting runbacks for the lineups that I have a whole lot of uh, Wizards in. Obviously, with Beal and Kuzma out, we're going to have a lot of interest in Porzingis and Abdia. If Monte Morris happens to be out, and then guys like DeLon Wright and Jordan Goodwin become very interesting. Daniel Gafford is questionable, and so if he's out, all kinds of value starts opening up here on the Wizards side of things. Um even a guy like Johnny Davis randomly played 30 minutes last game for the Wizards. And so, especially if we get those last two Q guys out on Washington, we're going to be wanting to play a lot of Wizards. And so, I will get a little bit of Jason Tatum and a little bit of Jalen Brown and maybe a little bit of Marcus Smart, Al Horford, Rob Williams, just because I'm going to need some runbacks. And if, that can, if I'm playing poor Zingas... Well, I'm only playing Porzingis kind of assuming that game stays close. If those guys get blowed out, I don't want to play Porzingis. And so in lineups that have Porzingis, I'm going to be very interested in some some Tatum, some Browns, some Marcus Smart, Horford, Williams. But outside of that, no, not at all. So BetMGM has Celtics minus 11 and a half right now. Um, that's the only book that I was able to find a line. But, I mean, that sounds pretty close to being right um i mean washington they're almost mathematically out of it now um i'd be shocked if we see kuzma or beal play the rest of the season to be honest um especially bradley beal i highly doubt he plays anymore this year but maybe kuzma plays um but on the boston side yeah i mean if you're if you're taking shots on porzingis i definitely want to run it back with like a jalen brown um type of play if you're going cheap washington i don't know if you necessarily have to run it back too much um we'll talk about that here in a second but yeah i don't know how much boston i will end up with on this slate they're really good they're really solid they're really deep when they're fully healthy and they're fully healthy right now uh, the guard minutes are very spread out between white brogdon and smart um al horford and robert williams kind of sharing big man minutes like i, I just Overall, outside of taking shots on Brown and Tatum, Tatum's price is really, really appealing. This is a guy that it was 11K a week and a half ago. Um, so that's probably my favorite play here is Jason Tatum, if I'm playing Porzingis. Washington side, Porzingis, this is a tough matchup. Boston is a very tough team against Biggs. Um, he's averaging 33 fantasy points in two matchups against them this season. Kuzma and Beal being out, it obviously bumps up his usage. It's still a tough matchup. Denny's price, 6,500. He's okay. 
Um, tough matchup for Dalian Wright. Like, there's a reason that Boston is an 11 and a half point favorite in this game. Yeah, 100%. I'm with you. Um, on like on the Washington side, like Porzingis is going to grade out well from a point per dollar standpoint. It's just like, it's so tough to like him when they're probably going to get blown out. Like my, my favorite at this point is honestly probably going to be somebody like Jordan Goodwin. Yeah, I hear you on that. I don't know if you're just going to, I don't know if you'll need him today. Um, it really is going to be dependent on like how some of the value shakes out in these later games. If you'll need Goodwin or not. That's very true, man. I wish so badly that you would have left more salary on the table and went all the way down to Maxi instead of uh, Fox. Yeah, well, stuff happens, all right. Because Devin Booker is absolutely just like going even more nuclear I, here. Listen, in the second, I know. In the, in the start of the third quarter and then early second, Maxi's already got 23 points. I know. Or late second, I late second. I should have, but I was also at my daughter's uh, volleyball practice, so. That's hard me. Just play. Anyway, Miami at Toronto. We're moving on. This game is currently at a 219 total. The Raptors are a slight two and a half point favorites. Um, injury report for this one is Lowry's questionable. Will Barton is doubtful. Gary Trent Jr. is questionable. Otto Porter remains out. Uh, we'll go Miami first. What are your thoughts here on the Heat? I never get the heat right for what it's worth. Um, but having said that, like Bam's price is getting up there a little high for me. Um, I think, or sorry, Butler's price is getting up there a little bit high for me. I think he's fine, but definitely not going to be one of my main targets. Bam at seven, five provides kind of like a nice floor ceiling combo. Harrow's fine. Um, Max Struess has a value at 4,400 would probably be the one that I'm most interested in outside of Bam. But not a ton of interest here going up against a good defensive team like Toronto. Yeah, I mean, outside of just playing this game because it's a six-game slate and you think it's going to stay close, there's not a ton of value here. Jimmy Butler has been playing phenomenal here recently outside of the (laughs) shellacking they took to Brooklyn last time out. Um, So, I mean, he he was somebody like in a bounce-back spot that I don't mind. He has double-double upside right now. I don't know, like, outside of that, if I want to play anybody else. I They'll need Bam's size in this game, but it's not the greatest matchup. He's not a huge, like, usage, like, big man. So I, I'm probably with you, man. I don't love really anything here. If you're running 150, I say this all the time, but I'll say it again. If you're running 150, I always would suggest getting some exposure to Tyler Hero because he has the nights that he just can't miss. Um, so that's where I would probably get my exposure in a large field tournament is Tyler hero Toronto side. I mean, Siakam is 9,200. He's kind of lingering in this low nine K range. Um, Van Vliet's nine K in a really tough matchup. I don't want to pay that price for him. Um, Siakam, like he's borderline raw points will matter on a slate like this. Um, if Trent sits, it could potentially open up a few extra minutes here. I mean, it will open up extra minutes. It's just we're kind of figuring out where they will go. Um, maybe Barnes plays an extra couple minutes. But overall, I mean, this game is just not my favorite game on the slate. Yeah, I'm with you. It's one of my least favorite games on the slate. Siakam and Van Vliet's price keep going up there. 
Pirtle at 7K would probably be the one I'd be most interested in, but no one individually I like. It's kind of like you said with Miami. It's a six-game slate, so it'll be worth a little bit of exposure. Nothing wrong with doing the little Siakam Bam mini stack or a Harrow Siakam mini stack, something like that, but um, definitely not going to be a main target. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, we have another game. Like the slate's very interesting. There are a few really good games that we're going to talk about DFS wise that are coming up. Um, just so like everyone can hang on, we're going to get there. I promise. This one's not bad. This one, Cleveland at Atlanta, two thirty four total. Cavs a one and a half point favorite. Injury report here is Jared Allen is questionable for Cleveland. Okoro is questionable and Dean Wade is doubtful. Um, so looking at Cleveland first, this is obviously going to be a pace up spot for Cleveland. This game should be very competitive with it being in Atlanta as well. Um, I mean, this is a, I think this is a stackable game. What are your thoughts on Cleveland? I love Cleveland today. Um, obviously, especially if Jared Allen gets out, things really get stepped up. Evan Mobley would be somebody I'd be looking to play in almost all of my lineups. Uh, I actually think Isaac Okoro being questionable is a pretty big deal too. Not because he's a big usage guy, but he plays a lot of minutes every night. And so if a really good defender, exactly. And that is also uh, very much lower, like the defensive ceiling of uh, the Cavs here. And it would make this game a lot more stackable. Karis LeVert started the second half in Okoro's place last game. He didn't do very well, but he played 31 minutes. Um, if, he, if he's out, I think Levert's in play. I think somebody like a Chetty Osman could be in play um, if you're running 150 lineups. Same with Ricky Rubio. Um, but obviously, the priorities would be Mobley if Jared Allen is out. Donovan Mitchell, I think, is a very strong play, but my favorite is probably going to be Darius Garland at 7,400. Yeah, I mean, I want to see... I want to see the Allen news because, I mean... If Allen's out, like my favorite easily is going to be Evan Mobley here. But yeah, I mean, Garland is really interesting at 7,400. Um, I also, I like Mitchell too, large field tournaments. Um, and if Okoro doesn't play, maybe Stevens plays 25 minutes at 3,100. I just don't know if we'll need, because they could go, they could go Jetty Osman as well at 36. Um, 
they have options. You know, Levert can play. Levert's already kind of at that like 30 minute range. So I don't know how much more they would necessarily add to him, but they have options. Um, I mean, this game is very interesting. Dave, I'll get to you. I'll get back to your question in just a second. But TJ, let's go to the Atlanta side. Tough defensive matchup. We know how tough the Cavs are. Uh, the best defensive team in the league this season. Trey Young, two matchups against them, averaging 49 fantasy points in those two matchups. DeJounte Murray around 37 on average. Um, Capella's minutes seems like he's going to get 28 to 30 minutes a night right now. Um, even like John Collins has been playing consistent minutes recently. If Allen is out, maybe we look towards taking a shot on Capella or Collins. What are your thoughts on Atlanta? Weirdly enough, I actually like Capella and Collins less if Jared Allen is out, just because the thing with both of them is always minutes. They'll produce when they're out there. It's just about getting the minutes. And so the more big guys you have in Cleveland, I feel like the more minutes those two are likely to get. And so if Allen plays, I actually like them a little bit better. But for the most part, it's just Trey Young and DeJounte Murray for me. They're both too cheap. $9,100 for Trey Young. The ceiling is immense and the floor is almost 5K. DeJounte Murray, 7-6, same thing. The floor is basically 5X um, and the ceiling is immense. So I love both of these guards, especially if Isaac Okoro's out. All right, before we move on to the next game, Dave on YouTube, he wanted to know, do we think Bam at 8.1K on FanDuel is worth a shot? Going back to that Miami game. Not in particular. I think I like him a bit more on DraftKings where he's 7,500, but I think it's fine as a last piece, but not someone I'm going to target. All right. We got Charlotte at OKC taking on the Thunder. No total in this game. Um, yeah, March NBA, man. Here we go. Injury time report. Gordon. Some, time for some DFS plays. Like, not good <laughs> basketball, but time for some DFS plays. All right, here's the injury report. Terry Rozier out. Uh, Kelly Oubre questionable. Cody Martin out. Gordon Hayward doubtful. Lamelo Ball, we know he's out. OKC, SGA questionable. Ankle sprain. Kendrick Williams out. We'll start with Charlotte's. Um, this is a game that is going to be ugly, but it's going to have a lot of fantasy goodness. Um, my problem with Charlotte is some of these guys have gotten the price bump, but now we're adding like Ubre potentially being out and Hayward potentially being out. Like now I think we're talking about even getting into taking shots on like GT Thor and, um, Bryce McGowan's type of range. Like now we're like getting into <laughs> this like um uncomfortable territory with Charlotte. I will say PJ Washington is going to continue to get a lot of usage um with these guys out. Like <laughs> the few games that like I've tuned in a little bit to here recently is like he's like handling the ball <laughs> like it's just they're running their offense through pj washington and that again is march nba um 31 38 31 usage out of the last three games for pj washington so while this might be a little bit of sticker shock for his price fantastic matchup and he's touching the ball a ton right now 
You have to unmute your mic, rookie. I know you've never done this podcast thing. Oh, I'm so Got stupid. PJ Washington is a great play. Dennis Smith Jr. is a great play despite his 7K price tag increase. Svi Makai Luke is still in play. Um, with Mark Williams out, Nick Richards at 4-7 is just like an absolute, absolute smash play today. Um, McGowan's, I think, is a really interesting uh, tournament uh, salary saver. JT Thor potentially in play, but I still think they got enough big guys between PJ Washington and Nick Richards. I don't know how, and Kai Jones. I don't know how much, how many minutes he's going to get, if it's going to be enough. Um, but if you're running 150 guys like Thor, guys like uh, Kai Jones, I think you can still keep him in your pool. All right, Thunder side of this game. I mean, obviously, we'll be waiting on the SGA news, but the guy I really want to talk about here is Jalen Williams. He's 6,700. Excellent spot for him. Um, we love bigs against Charlotte. Excellent spot for him. I love, love, love this spot for him today. Um, the other Jalen Williams, I think he's in play today at 4K. Like, Charlotte is a terrible rebounding team. Um, so I think that you could take shots here on either Williams. Um, and then obviously like Josh Giddy, if SGA doesn't play, uh, Dort, if SGA doesn't play, Isaiah Joe, if SGA doesn't play. Um, I mean, the Thunder, they're like in this weird, like, what are they doing kind of like spot? I, I don't know. Like, do they not want to make the playoffs? Do they? I, I don't know. It's very hard to figure out. Um, they're limiting SGA. They have been for the last week and a half, two weeks. Um, he tweaked his ankle the other night. Was it Sunday night? So I think that like, like his they, ankle is actually tweaked, but who knows? I think it was one of those things where it's like they said they were going to lim- limit him and then they just kept on winning. And other teams kept losing other players to injury and OKC just kept on winning. Cause like they said they were going to limit him. And then he's still outside of one game. That was a blowout. He still played 35 or 36 minutes in all of those games. So if he's in, I think he's a solid tournament play. If he's out, I'm going to have bare minimum two OKC players in every single one of my lineups. Jalen with an E Williams, I'm going to have on almost every single team. If SGA is out, I'll have at least one of Giddy or Isaiah Joe in every single one of my teams. Like this will be all hands on deck, play as many OKC players as possible. Like I might even be fine playing four or five in a lineup. That's crazy. Um, but I think you could play three. Um, listen, there's crazier things that have worked. This is a fantastic spot. So I hear you on it. Um, yeah. I like mean... I just imagine Charlotte keeps this game close. SGA is out. You could play Joe, Giddy, Williams, and either Dort or Jalen Williams, even both, really, if you want to do a game stack of this one, um, because it's such a small slate and some of these games are gross. I fully feel that Charlotte keeps this game close for what it's worth. They are in like the dream scenario right now. They are the f- they're going to be the fourth worst team in the NBA, and no matter what they do, they're going to be the fourth worst team in the NBA. So, like, they can run their guys out minutes. Um, they can see what they have with some of these other guys. Like they are in the perfect scenario when it comes to standings. Like they can't, they can't be the three. They can't be the five. They're the four. Um, so we've seen them. We saw them play Dallas like super tough and beat them twice. Like um, so, I mean, Charlotte definitely in a spot where 
You know, they can run out like Nick Richards and see like what Nick Richards has. I think if I am Charlotte, like, I mean, I'm sitting Gordon Hayward and Kelly Oubre. Why do I need to play those guys? Um, back to Civi, if. Yeah, totally. We, we, I, I didn't mention him. I don't mind Civi. I wish he was a little bit cheaper. So, like, I don't know what his price is on FanDuel or Yahoo, but on DraftKings at 4900 not a huge usage guy. Um, not a guy that like goes up and cleans off a lot of boards either. So if he's cheaper on FanDuel or Yahoo, maybe, but on on DraftKings, I think forty nine hundred might be too much for Civi. Yeah, I'm with you. Like, I if playing one fifty, I think I'll still keep him in the pool just in case he has one of those days that he drops uh, a whole bunch of three pointers, something like that. But definitely not going to be the main player I'm targeting on this team. Like, if you're running a lot of lineups today, I honestly think. And, and SGA is out. I think it's so reasonable and interesting to make a team that goes Giddy, Joe, Dort, Jalen Williams, Nick Richards, Dennis Smith Jr., PJ Washington. A little 4 3 stack, and then you can build uh, different variations at the utility position. Um, as like this is going to be a gross game to watch, but it has the most fantasy goodness on the slate. I think that's a very interesting way to build. Um, I do, for what it's worth, on DraftKings, like McGowan's more than um, Civi, if we're I'm comparing price. I'm with there, too. All right, we got Magic. They're heading to Memphis. We got a 235.5 total. Memphis Grizzlies, a 7.5 point favorite in this one. Steven Adams, Brandon Clark, John Morant, doubtful. Those two guys out before that. Adams and Clark out. Morant, doubtful. Um thigh soreness for John Morant. Um, Isaac and Harris remain out for the Orlando Magic. I feel like this is just a spot where, hey, Memphis is in a really good spot in the West. They're going to be the two or the three. And we might see Ja, we might see like Triple J, we might see some of these guys take a little bit of a rest. Um, this is a doubleheader. Back-to-back, I said doubleheader. Man, I am so ready for baseball. Oh, back-to-back. Going Magic first. Um, I mean, Magic's tough here. Apollo has shown a little bit of upside here recently. I don't mind potentially taking some shots on him. Fultz, I feel like his price is kind of right where it should be. Franz Wagner is someone that definitely, if you're – playing a bunch of teams you want to have in your player pool um what are your thoughts on my magic here similar to how i feel about the boston celtics i'm going to be playing quite a few memphis players and therefore i want to keep these magic players in my pool as runbacks uh fultz has a ceiling at that price bankero was probably my favorite at 7200 Carter, Wagner, Anthony, Suggs. I don't really think that I have the need to go there. I think they're all priced appropriately. I'll maybe keep Carter Jr. or or Wagner in the pool if I'm running 150, but Bancaro or Fultz are going to be my favorite runbacks for this game, and my interest is going to lie mostly with Memphis. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands. So you never wonder if you overpaid. 
Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Yeah, I mean, the Memphis side, here we go, Tyus Jones. Uh, John Morant, doubtful. His price, it's so it's so fantastic, right? Like, he gets up to, like, 7K, and then we get back to getting him back at 5,300, and here we go, jumping right on it. Um, and... I mean, he's one of the best players, if not the best player in the slate. I don't want to overthink Tyus Jones in this spot. I think Desmond Bain and Triple J are very interesting as well. Um, I could see Triple J having a monster game here. I could see him going 50-plus. And I think on a six-game slate where raw points are going to matter, like Triple J is a fantastic play today. Triple J is fantastic. Desmond Bain is even better. Tyus Jones, if you're playing one lineup, if you're playing 20 lineups, if you're playing 150 lineups, he's on all of your lineups. Um, he definitely will be with for me. I think he should be for you too. Um, and uh, yeah, like if I'm running 150, guys like Brooks, I think are interesting. Maybe a little Santi Aldama, something like that. Um, but this is mostly about Ty- like Tyus Jones and all your lineups. And then Desmond Bain and Jaron Jackson are both great too. What's up, Roto Doc? Mr. Nick Giffen, hanging out in chat. I'm ready to. I'm ready, Nick. I'm ready to do some Lugia raids because I'm not ready to bet on NASCAR because the lines are terrible. But I'm ready to do some Lugia raids. If we're doing Lugia raids, count me in. Let's do it. There we go. All right, we're all doing some Lugia raids. I'm like a. I'm like a level thirty something. I can. I can contribute. There you go. All right, we finish it out with New Orleans at Golden State. 235 total in this game. Warriors, a nine-point favorite. Uh, Pelican, second end of a back-to-back, if you want to call it that. Um, Let's talk Golden State. Um, I mean, Wiggins is still out. I guess we should mention that. New Orleans, I mean, really quickly pulling up, like, the minutes that... Second half, or they're in the second quarter... They're playing pretty normal minutes, but I mean, they're handling Portland like everyone knew they would. So not too concerned about the back-to-back here for New Orleans. I like my initial thoughts here on New Orleans is Brandon Ingram's interesting. They don't really have anybody to fully match up with Valanchunas if they want to use Valanchunas at a high clip in this game like they have been recently. And Trey Murphy is sneaky um what are your thoughts on the pelicans my first thought on this game actually is that if golden state's gonna be favored by nine or nine and a half points i like betting on the pelicans um that's kind of my favorite uh, spot here so far but i think brandon ingram is phenomenal for tournaments uh cj mccollum and jv i think they're both great tournament plays as well Trey Murphy at that 6K range, he's basically always at a point where it's like, I'll Q 
keep him in my pool in 150 in case he gets hot from three. And I have no interest in playing him in a single entry type setting. Herb Jones's price is getting low enough that I think you can take uh, a shot on him if you're playing a lot of lineups. But this is mostly going to be about Brandon Ingram for me. And I don't mind CJ McCollum or Jonas Valanciunas. And I'm level 36 on Pokemon Go, Stevie. I'm ready for some Lugia raids. All right, there you go. I just turned. I just opened that app for the first time since Marvel Snap debuted, which is like six months ago. Because I just like <laughs> hammered that game so hard. There you um, go. But now I'm back on Pokemon Go just because you talked about it, and I have an addictive personality. There. You, listen, I'm glad that I'm an influencer. Um, all right. Uh, Golden State side of this game is also somewhat interesting because, like, one of the first things that jumped out to me on this slate was clay thompson's price i mean this is a guy that was 7500 in this like same kind of matchup a week ago um when they were facing memphis so do we like clay at 66 um do we think he gets brandon ingram defense and he struggles and curry kind of benefits um draymond expected to play at 6200 let's talk golden state i mean golden state is still I wouldn't say they're like bubbling anymore, but they're still like every game matters type of mode, right? Like they're still the sixth seed right now. So like, I think if you're golden state, it doesn't matter too much, but I think you want to be the four seed. You want to play at home. We know how good golden state is at home. They want to be the four seed. So I think they're still in press mode right now. I think this golden state Pelicans game is like the, as a late night hammer two two hours after any other game, like this is the, tournament uh watch your lineups climb up the standings when everybody else is done kind of game because brown and ingram on the one side is a great tournament play and then you look at this other you look at this other side for some runbacks with ingram curry at 9600 huge ceiling clay thompson at 6600 huge ceiling draymond green solid play at 6200 even kevon looney i think is in play at 52 and then if you don't think this game is going to stay close you don't want to play ingram you do think this is going to be a nine to 10 point game. Like the spread suggests, then get yourself some Jordan pool at 5,900, get yourself some Jonathan Kaminga at 4,300. I think those both make for great tournament plays as well. Okay. Um, I hadn't even thought about Kaminga. So that's uh that's an interesting thought for sure. Like what's his ceiling? What do you think Kaminga's ceiling is here? 30? Yeah, I think probably like a 30, 32-ish. Just a few games ago, nobody was out. He played 30 minutes, um, had 32 fantasy points. He went 9 for 11 from the field. But he had a stretch there where he was playing mid-25 minutes, and it kind of seems like if he's shooting the ball well, if he's playing well, they give him extended run. If he's not, they don't. So um, he's going to be like the main guy off the bench if this starts turning into a blowout. So um, I, I like him if I'm running a lot of lineups today. I don't think I'd get that deep if I'm running five to 10, but if I'm running 20 or more, I'd get some Kaminga in there for sure. Fair enough. All right, let's play the morning grind game and then we will get out of here. We got to go do some Lugia raids for sure. Um, Favorite play under 5,000 to go 7X. Who do you got today? Nick Richards. Honestly, like I don't love anybody today. That's cheap. Um, love anybody. So, like, I, I really want to see how, like, some news kind of falls 
today. Um, I guess like if I had to, I guess if I had to pick anybody, it would probably be my, Bryce McGowan's. Like, because I, I really think Ubre and um, Hayward both sit. So Bryce McGowan's would be my play. Over 8K to go under 5X. Who is your bust today? I'm going to go, not that I don't think he can get there, but I'm going to go Jalen Brown just because his price is getting so high. I'm going to go um, Pascal Siakam. Tough matchup, 9,200. He's easily someone that could crush in this matchup and put up 50-plus, but I'm going to go Siakam. Who's your favorite 6X play today? Tyus Jones. Man, that is such a hot take. Um <laughs> <laughs> I I like I'm it. breaking I, the mold of you being the host so you're winning every time. I'm gonna win this morning grind in our head to head. I haven't lost this season. Um Jalen, I'm gonna go Jalen Williams. The Jalen Williams at 6700 on DraftKings, not Jalen Williams. Uh let's get weird GPP play of the day. Let's get weird GPP play of the day. I'm going to go with, I don't know how weird it's going to be. It's tough to be weird on a six game slate, but I'm going to go with, uh, so I'll leave you Clay Thompson and I'm going to go Darius Garland. I am not going Clay Thompson. I am going Clint Capella today. 6K. I don't think anyone's going to play Clint Capella. I think he gets a bump if Allen is out. He's gone over 40 fantasy points in three of the last four games. I could see him playing a large role. They just got to give him the minutes. If he gets the minutes, he does well. It always comes down to minutes uh, for Clint Capella. Uh, any bets or fantasy pick and plays that stand out to you? I uh, like the Pelicans uh, plus nine and a half. Yeah, I know you mentioned that one. Um, I mean, nothing like jumping off the page to me today. I'm also very hesitant right now with like injury news to say like anything when it comes to the betting market. Um, I mean, if like, if Celtics are healthy, I don't mind them minus 11, but it's not my, it's not my favorite. Like there's nothing like, I'm just going to go out and say, there's nothing that's like jumping off the page to me today. Um, before we get out of here, we did have uh, Richie and chat. Just curious I don't know. Have you looked into the new MBL, MLB rules and have thoughts? If not, I can give my thoughts and then we'll get out of here. You give your thoughts because no, okay. I have not. So, so the question is, do I think it favors hitters or pitchers? Um, the pitch timer, I don't think it favors anybody. I, I, it's dumbest rule I've ever seen in my life. Um, I hope it goes away. Like talked about this on Sirius XM on Saturday, me and Eric and, the Trout Otani like World Baseball Classic matchup to finish that game, like every pitch would have been over the timer. And it was one of the best moments we've had in recent memory for baseball. So hate that rule. I don't think it benefits anybody. Um, if anything, it benefits like the pitch timer benefits maybe st stolen bases with the larger bases as well and no shifts. I think we've seen like the Reds just kind of say, hey, we're going to run no matter what. So I think stolen bases are going to be up this year, which, you know, we're really going to have to pay attention to that trend and like which team is running to start the season. So I think that is something we're going to watch. And then 
defensive shifts. I mean, this is no question for me. This is going to benefit um, hitters more than pitchers for sure. Like shifts are made for the pitchers, but yeah, it's gonna it's gonna benefit hitters. We're gonna see like more like you know bloop singles and you know singles get through that we weren't seeing. Um, so I think the shift is definitely going to help hitters. Um, it's all gonna equal out, man. At the end of the day. I so Josh said we could change the clock to just no clock in the ninth inning. I personally would love to see them take it away for the last three innings. If you want to have the pitch clock for the first six innings, go for it. But the last three innings, I feel like baseball is a long game. Like baseball has been around for a long time and it's always been a long game. And I know they want to get newer fans and younger players, like people watching the sport. Baseball is a long sport. It's a long game. If you go to a baseball game, you're going to be there for three and a half hours. It's not an NBA game. Like, it's just different. And so embrace that. You don't have to make this game way shorter. Just start marketing your damn players. Yep. Like, allow people to know who Mike Trout is. Allow people to know who Shohei Otani is. During these games, show interviews with Vladdy Guerrero Jr. about what his favorite baseball food is and all of this other stuff make it a family experience at this game yep. make it enjoyable to watch on tv and market these players more so we have something to root for outside of just sports betters and favorite teams and that'll get people watching this game get people who are 12 years old loving shohei otani that's how you create new fans not uh making the game two hours and 25 minutes as opposed to three Listen, we we had to suffer through some terrible Thursday night football games this year. Some terrible Thursday night football games. And I I mean Amazon with the stats that they were doing and like having like dude perfect come on and do like telecasts with like like Amazon's trying to be creative and I feel like we could learn so much for that with baseball too. Um like what you're talking about like why can't we interview the DH in the bottom of the second inning when he's just sitting there and his team's out in the field? Like, hey, what did you see last at bat? What have you seen so far this game? Like, kind of stuff like that. Make it more interactive. And, I mean, you know, I, I always go to NASCAR because that's what I do. But, like, we get in-race interviews with drivers, and they talk about, like, at the end of the stage that they just won, they're talking about, like, everything that they saw in that first stage – and it's just phenomenal. I don't always agree with like who the interviewer is, but like hearing what the drivers are thinking in the middle of a freaking race is phenomenal. So and it's the only sport we don't do this in. I know. Like in basketball, and we do it football. during the All Star game. Like we mic up players in the All Star game, and it's fantastic. Like why aren't we doing this kind of stuff? Like it's a hundred and sixty-two game season. Like. Mike up an outfielder. Who cares? Like, oh, I, I got to be paying attention. Listen, if you miss a fly ball because you're mic'd up, go back to AAA. <laughs> oh, man, I'm ready for baseball. I am ready for baseball. Do you have a World Series pick before we get out of here? Toronto Blue Jays. I am shocked. I'm so shocked. I I like the Braves. Um, I like the Braves. Got them at 10 to 1. I like the Giants over 88 and a half wins, and I like the Braves to win the World Series this year. So that was going to wrap it up. uh, I've been been playing a lot of MLB The Show the last two days. Um, And uh, it's the best way to get ready. 
Yeah, exactly. That's what they simulated in 2020 in the show 2023 is that the Blue Jays are going to have the best record in the regular season. And then the uh, World Series will be the Braves over the Astros. Fair enough. Um, and if you like, if you are doing some fantasy pick and plays over there on um, prize picks, Lazardo, I don't know if the line has moved, but I liked his line. It was like 155 and a half. It hasn't moved. So more than 155 and a half season long strikeouts for Lazardo is something that I have pounded a bunch. So um yeah schuster schuster is decent um i think if he man if he could do it if he could do it and like strider does it again man like watch out watch out all right that's gonna wrap it up here for tuesday we'll be back tomorrow wednesday talking more basketball thursday's podcast is baseball it's opening day day baseball we're gonna break them all down on thursday so if you like baseball make sure you hit that subscribe button if you like basketball make sure you hit that like button we'll see you all tomorrow